Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at NotSoPeterPriesthood. And you can email us at NotSoPeterPriesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Bye! Oh yeah, recording started by Jake. By attending this meeting, you consent to being recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh. Skype is being all fancy now. Probably because people are like, you can't come record me without my consent. Interesting that, um, so, uh, the college where I work, they just, they have this policy. They had to, obviously, it's a new two-year college, like, in the last six years so they're still like implementing policies that you would think would be like no-brainers but like you know they just haven't stuff that they haven't thought about that they're like oh shit we probably should have a policy about that so there's a policy about recording and there was a big to do like all year about it because like people didn't understand it they thought that it was like oh so i have to get consent from everybody like and yes you have to get consent but it's mm-hmm. um was it It was like informed consent but it was also just um i think people were worried that like oh well i can't record my class or whatever and like teachers can't record their classes for students but well all it was is that like the instructor just has to tell the students hey i'm going to record this class if you don't feel comfortable with that then um let me know and we can do the recording later (laughs) Yeah, make other arrangements. Yeah. Well, like if they don't want to have their face on the screen, right? The, yeah, you know, that kind of thing, or have their that name up there, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, every year we have to sign like a media release. Should there be like we're a small town, so like if the local paper comes to take a photo and your kid's face is in the crowd, there has to be like consent for release for that and stuff. So it's it's good things to have for sure, but it gets very bogged down sometimes with like. I don't know, trying to make everybody happy. Yeah. Because, like, if you're taking a photo of an event and there's one kid out of 300 that doesn't have the consent, like, who's who's overseeing that? You know what I mean? Yeah. How are they actually... Yeah, like, how like, how is that even sure possible? sure that they have the consent. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like a, okay, yeah, we filled out the paperwork so you feel better, if there's, like, anybody actually overseeing things like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know. Well, I mean... We could tie it back to the church really easily with you know, oh, <laughs> informed consent and, you know, <laughs> the lack thereof, the lack thereof with, with like baptisms for eight, eight year olds. And yeah, it's true. It's so true. Like there's more consent about what happens in like grade one than there is about in the entire Mormon church. Oh, yeah. And also not even just like I think the baptism piece comes up a lot, but like and like the ceremonies, like the rituals, like temple ceremonies mm-hmm. and stuff, with informed consent. But I think like even doctrinally and like historic, like the history of the church, we don't get like informed consent about. They don't give informed consent about like the actual realities of the history of the church. Yeah. And so you're signing up. 
you're participating in an institution that has this problematic history that most of them don't know about. Yeah. And well, if they know about it, they know the apologies of it. And yeah. so they're like, mm, okay, it's fine. Yeah. So they're able to justify it. Yeah, totally. Which ties perfectly into what we're going to talk about today of not <laughs> having transparency or consent, basically, because it's hashtag like the world season. Garbage. If it was purely <laughs> just like trying to do good in the world, I could 100% get on board. I could. I really could. But the fact, okay, here. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody saw the the Mormon church, and I'm going to call them the Mormon church because I'm in a bad mood, <laughs> took over Times Square in New York City, and they, like, released, like, it's like a five-minute video of them, like, okay. So they took over Times Square, all the, like, the billboards, they said all the billboards, it was not every billboard, there were still, like, Coke commercials playing and stuff, but anyways, um, and it was, like, it was beautiful, it was very well done, it probably cost a fortune, um, but it was like stars exploding and it was like the nativity scene and like Mary on the donkey riding and like angels and the star. And it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Right. Um, but in the in the real or the whatever, the released video, it's it looks as though people are going about their business in New York City and suddenly taken by this beautiful spiritual experience and like they're stopping and they're holding their kids up and they're pointing and like an old man's brushing a tear off his oh, cheek <laughs> like it's very over the top and then you find out that the church flew influencers to New York City to film this reaction to the billboards being displayed um, so it's staged it's completely staged yeah well, and also I'm sitting here thinking, like, New York is, like, the city that never sleeps, and it's also the mm. city that, like, people don't fuck, or, like, they don't stop for shit. If they're in, Mm-mm. like, they gotta go, 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 they're not gonna stop for some, like, billboards doing this thing. Like, Yeah, unless they're a Mormon and they know about yeah. it, then they're gonna be like, oh my goodness, I have to stop and watch this. But, like, even, like, me walking through, like, I don't know, downtown Calgary, if something like that happened, I would be like, oh, that's cool. And I continued walking. I would not stop and, like, grab my children and have this, like, emotional experience on the street when we <laughs> yeah. have, like, a reservation two yeah. blocks away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. But, like, I I watched it a couple times because I, <laughs> I hate myself, apparently. <laughs> but, like, you can tell, like, they're staged in a way, like, clearly somebody's, like, up on a truck bed or something because of how the angle is. And, like, it just made me feel, like, so disappointed and, like, how many things I've seen over the years that, like, evoked this, like, physical reaction of, like, the goosebumps or that feeling in your, like, you know, in your stomach or whatever, that tingling in your hairline. How many things I've watched and have had those experiences and it's done on purpose. Yeah, it's um, it's it's staged. But it's the word. It's manufactured. Um, manufactured. Yeah. There it yeah. is. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it's so manufactured, and I just like. Well, and you think about it that they probably do have. I mean, I know they don't like necessarily believe in science or whatever, but like, they've got to have like psychologists and like people on their PR team that like are. Like, these are the things that are going to evoke these reactions. So like, let's just feed into those. 
Oh, 100%. It's that phenomenon. What's it called? Like, people uh, are experiencing that when we just found it. <laughs> Collective effervescence. When people in a group are experiencing, like, the same reactions mm-hmm. to an event that's happening. Um, yeah, so it's 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 frustrating to, like, watch these manufactured. Because, yeah, you know somebody is saying, if we do this, this, and this, and we add this music and this swell of visual stimulation, it's going to cause a reaction. Like, there has yeah. There has to be somebody who that's their job, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we've all been in, like, concerts. You've been in – I know you've been in concerts. Um, Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> and, uh, like, even, like, um, experiencing, like, what is – like stuff in nature where you're just like and i know that's not a collective effort necessarily the same thing but it's like you can feel those yeah same like you you're with people that are out there enjoying nature also and you're like when i was in yosemite and like doing like looking at this beautiful sunset on this and um i can't remember what place it was anyway um taft point and it uh like it's a phenomenal view and like the people up there with me were like we were all experiencing the same the same high and the same energy and i i think that's similar but like um that's yeah. not that's less manufactured but like concerts movies they're all mm-hmm. manufactured because they're those they want those emotions because they're playing into it's a uh oh my god what's the word um I am not on it today. Let's see. Uh, what's the you got ethos, pathos, logos? What are those? Jesus, I'm getting. Oh, there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're, well, you're. I think exactly what you're saying is we have these experiences, like in nature, or when like we see a a new baby be born, or these things happen and they create a reaction, and so like movies concerts those types of things are manufacturing to have that same response right and you can you can just have that feeling like listening to your favorite song you can just have that feeling because you're like yes this does something in my you know in my body in my mind in my heart and there's a way to like manufacture that so that a group of people have that same reaction right Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's got to be somebody sits in their office and figures out how to do that Okay, so I figured it out. It's ethos, pathos, and logos. It's a those are the three pillars of um, persuasion. Oh so yeah. So it's um, and I I took a whole class on persuasion back in whatever forever ago, and that was one of the things that obviously like we we talked about how like in advertising they use you know what how they use those um, against us, <laughs> but in order to like get yeah, evil reactions. Yeah. 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 But it can be used to, I mean, obviously to your benefit and also, but it can also be used to, um, like, you can benefit from it by knowing about it because you can be like, oh, I know what you're doing to me. I'm not going to fall for that. Like, mm-hmm. I like it. I am I understand mm-hmm. it. I'm aware of that, but I'm also not going to give in to, I'm not, not going to take the bait. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is or probably what like, you were feeling when you were watching that video because you were like, oh, I'm onto your guys' this game. Like, yeah, but I then you watched... Like- you know, like as a member, we wouldn't have been like we would have been like, oh yeah, totally swept up into the the moment of it, mm-hmm. and and drawn in by you know the old man wiping a tear and the young child looking like 
and they're <sighs> often feeling the spirit, quote unquote. Of course, you know? and of like course, just course. and so if they're feeling the spirit, you start feeling the tingles, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm feeling the spirit too with this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. And it's not to discount game. anybody who had good feelings in Times Square who happened to see it live. <laughs> like that's I'm not discounting that that might have brought them feelings of like just a good feeling and a, a yeah. sense of the spirit of the holidays and you yeah. know the reason for the season if you're Christian like I'm not I'm not discounting that that's a beautiful thing to have happen for people what drives me crazy is at the end of the thing brings up the lighttheworld.org oh yeah and it's all it's all an advertisement to gain more money for the church mm-hmm guised as this feel good wonderful we're doing these great things in the world and it's so not true yeah manipulative like you said like yeah, it's, it's um yeah yeah and they uh, they clearly need the money dusty like they're just oh, like yeah. they're so in need of the <laughs> yeah. uh goodness yeah. i just it, so that was like part of it and then so the light the org like website the, or whatever so we like have the <laughs> what did I say? The work. <laughs> well it's light the organization it's totally yeah, what it is it's it not is lighting right. up the world it's giving money to the church so that actually is a more like real <laughs> description. accurate description <laughs> yeah <laughs> so if you go to the website you can like don't I, I refuse to go to the website so I'm not very professional I guess. Traffic. yeah no, good. <laughs> you shall not have more traffic <laughs> Um, but so the vending machines right yeah the giving machines they call them because i really don't know like i've seen the vending machines like pictures i don't know if i've ever actually seen one in person but i've seen pictures of them and i know what they're i'm just like eh, i don't yeah and i know they raise a lot of money through them and they're always like so and they have the hashtag like the world i use that on our uh posts oh do you Oh, because it gets happy. traffic. It gets the. I mean, that's you know, that's my manipulation, I guess. <laughs> but I'll use it them, so. Oh, I love it. Also, side note, uh, we had a troll last week just oh. because of a coffee meme that had nothing to do with what. It was just something that, like, uh, I just the fact that Mormons get so so their little garments in a twist over. <laughs> Fucking coffee. I just. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yes, I could snort. Anyway. Oh, God, I thought it was on mute. Oh, no. <laughs> I can edit it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> and it's. I'm just like. They're always in a twist because there's so much goddamn fabric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So uncomfortable. Um, I'm crying. But the <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they um just over coffee. Like seriously, have fucking meltdowns over just like I could post something that's like completely, you know, like anti Jesus and they'd be like, "Eh, okay." Yeah, they but then like, her. oh, I left like, the Mormons and coffee. coffee. <laughs> They're like, "You, <laughs> of course you left the church for sinning." Anyway. <laughs> yes, I left the church for a good cold brew. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I can't my salvation for coffee. <laughs> or a macchiato. Ooh, macchiato. 
that right now. Um, I just wish I could respond to every single one with like, Cam, people are dying. <laughs> All I can think of. <laughs> My diamond earring. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so what's okay. The, what are the vending machines? <laughs> so, they're all over. You can um, there's tw- it's expanded to 28 locations. Calgary, Alberta is number two on the list. Of course it is. Okay. Denver, Colorado, Gilbert, Arizona. Of course there's one in Gilbert. <laughs> my my sister, my very Mormon sister, she said. Even she's not Mormon enough to live in Gilbert, and I died laughing so hard. <laughs> 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 Anyways. It's the, it's um, the Salt Lake or the Provo of Canada, right? Oh, Gilbert, Arizona? No. It's like, oh, no. I thought yeah. you meant... Calgary is... Calgary. No. Cards Gilbert's like, very... Um, Gilbert's very Mormon. Very Mormon. Yeah. I had a lot of missionary companions from like that similar area, so... Yeah, I I ran into a friend of a friend and she was talking about her sister had moved to Gilbert and I was like, is your sister Mormon? And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who moved there that wasn't? They now have one in Atlanta, Avoid Gilbert, Arizona. What? They have one in Atlanta, Georgia now. These are the new ones. Birmingham, uh, Alabama. Is this like the temple announcements? Like, oh, we got a vending machine in yeah. this area now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Flagstaff, Arizona. Gila Valley, Arizona. Man, there's a lot of Mormons in Arizona. St. Augustine, Florida. And Tucson, Arizona. Oh, my good. Okay. So, and of course, they have a bunch in Utah, right? Or is this like, um, yeah, is the, let's see. Is the whole point of this to like get people outside of Utah to like donate yeah. and stuff? And like, yeah. not necessarily Mormons, but like to feed into like the Christian thing of like, hey, it's Christ's birthday, so like donate some money because it's the giving season. They only have one in Utah, it's in Salt Lake City. Oh, wow. So this yeah. is like a, it's a market towards like people that are. It's a world are, thing. They're in Australia, the Philippines, Guatemala, oh, I never Hawaii. understood this whole thing, so I'm glad we're talking about yeah. this. <laughs> okay, so when you walk up to the giving machine, it looks like a vending machine. It's a big it's a red. Big machine. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bad red. Okay, so last year, somebody messaged me. Because the Disney princesses were coming to the mall. And I was like, shut up. I will be there because I have a little person who is obsessed with Disney princesses. Yes. (laughs) Then I found out it was in conjunction with the vending machines. The princesses were there to greet anyone who went to the vending machines. Oh, it's another manipulation. I was so so angry, Jake. I was like... (laughs) my small human who would like die of joy you're gonna make him give money to some goddamn organization before he can meet his princesses (laughs) oh i was so mad i was so mad mad. anyway okay sorry that was a side note so it looks like a big red vending machine that you would like get chips out of so uh 
there's like a close up. You can you can find them. You can just Google them. And it's it's got the little springy things. I'm using my hands. Nobody can see me. But just go with me on this. You know, like the springy things that like hold your ruffle chips. Yeah, like the little circular thing. Yeah, like the, and so you like punch in yeah. them, they like unspiral, and your chips yeah. fall out. And if they get stuck, god damn it. Um, so that's what it's a legit vending machine. But inside the vending machine is like one month of meals, a meal for a family, Passover me- meal for two people, two basketballs. So you're like buying items that are gonna go to charitable organizations. Here's the charitable organizations that they say that they are donating to okay um african girls hope foundation american red cross church world service international developmental development enterprises lifting hands international mentors international uh unicef unhcr i don't know what that one is um water for people and the world food program okay Okay. so since 2017, contributions have reached 15 million U.S. dollars. Jeez. Um, it says that the church covers all operational costs, ensuring 100% of the donation goes to the cause of your choice. There might be some, there might be some not necessarily truthful statements about that. Um, mm. I couldn't really find anything. Shocking. More, yeah. Um, but the thing is, so okay, I walk up, I buy two basketballs for one of these. I don't know what's what was one of them. Let's see, the African Girls Hope Foundation. I I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna buy two basketballs. These girls are gonna have basketballs to play with. It's gonna be great. So I put in my forty two dollars or whatever. I hit my visa on it. The little thing uncoils and the card falls out, and there I have my tangible. I've purchased two basketballs for, you know, a a charitable organization and I feel all good and happy about myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's the thing. You did not purchase two basketballs. You gave the cost of two basketballs to the LDS church. The LDS church then has the rights to use that money because they are not for profit, non-tax, blah, 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 to put it into their fund for charitable work. Whether it actually goes and buys two basketballs is not is there's no transparency there. There's no follow up with it. You just purchased the same cost as two basketballs and they will use it for whatever they deem worthy. It may not even go to the African Hope Girls Hope Foundation or whatever it's called. I keep butchering it. Sorry, everybody. So that's where part of the problem comes from is there's no you have this tangible card, which is basically meaningless. Mm-hmm. There's no open visualization of like where that money's going to, when they get the basketballs. There's no feedback to you. Mm-hmm. It's just you walk away being like, I gave to charity, which is fabulous. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. But what's the difference between me taking my $42, I've giving it to the church so that they can use it as they see fit. And most likely. Not some of that. Where you, they yeah. say like, or taking my $42 and donating directly to UNICEF or Water for People or the World mm-hmm. Food Program. I just find it's very gimmicky. It's like, a, it's like giving your money to a third-party organization so they can do whatever the fuck they want with your money. Yeah. And yet you, you can feel good about it and then... Yeah. But really, there's no closing the loop of yeah. where did this money actually go to. 
like if you read the fine print here <clears throat> at Walmart, when you donate a dollar to the Canadian Red Cross, it, it says like 70 cents goes to the Red Cross. 30% stays with Walmart to cover the operational costs. Why not just go to Canada Red Cross and donate money directly to them? Like it, it's very, it's a, it's a gimmick. That's why I never, I'm a horrible person. I never donate at the till. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it, it just feels again, coming back to that, like manufactured manipulative, I'm putting money in, look at my card. I'm feeding two families. I'm purchasing a Passover meal for a Jewish family to have Passover. Like it just, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, I noticed the Passover thing. I feel like that's, like, weird. Uh, weird. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Passover in supposed to be an Easter time? Yeah. Yeah. It's so the, why are they doing it? I don't, I don't know. But you could, like, it's all different. There's, like, you bought a refugee child's airfare. You can buy learning to- toys. Like it's it's all these like very random different things, you know. You can buy a goat for a family. Like and he, and here's where I was always taught by my parents that if you do a good deed and then you make a big show of it, it kind of negates what you've done because you're instead of doing the good thing you're getting the glory from it and you're being like, look at me, I did this great thing. And so you didn't actually do a great thing. You just did something to make yourself feel good. Mm-hmm. Going to a soup kitchen and volunteering, taking money to a local charity and just tucking it into their envelope system, donating your time to help out at a charity event or walking down the street and shoveling your neighbor's driveway because you know they're elderly mm-hmm. these are things that are charitable and to make a big show of going to the mall and pushing the buttons and mm-hmm. the lights go and the disney princesses cheer for you that does not feel charitable to me that feels like a show uh, yeah and i was gonna it's funny that you mentioned that because i was just thinking about how like People will use that, like, for photo ops, like, do it for Instagram. I did it for the gram. And so I'm going to, like, look, I just gave all this money to the Light the World Foundation or whatever. And now I'm, like, look, I I did my deed for the year for, you know, because it's Yeah, now I can continue to be a racist bigot and not have to pay for that because I did this good thing. And it's this big, huge show of how good of a person I am. And now I'm going to go be an asshole to everybody in the parking lot. Mm Mm-hmm. As someone who has worked retail through Christmas during for like over a decade, that is a thousand percent accurate. People are assholes, especially somebody who has worked Desert Book at Christmas oh, time. Man. They are the worst. Oh my God! So it's funny because like I worked at Desert Book at, for several years and went through all those hellish Christmases. And the reason why, part of the reason why I don't usually get into the Christmas spirit. I'm actually getting into it this year, but like is because of my experiences with retail, like working retail during Christmas, Mm -hmm. it's a nightmare and you see the worst of the worst people. Like they're just, um, and Desert Book has this, like, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's still the same. Um, but they have this kind of this, uh, unspoken, uh, 
I don't know, a rule. I don't know if it's a rule. Anyway, this unspoken thing, like culture that they have, like they will, you have to bend over backward. Like, no, no, let's be honest. You bend over forward and let them just, you know, fuck you raw with a non-skid dildo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was so visual. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, daddy, give me some more. Because basically, you don't get to like, you can't be like, oh, that hurts. No, you have to be like, no, that feels great. Do more, please. Just rip me apart. And um, <laughs> so that's the whole Deseret book, like culture of like, if you don't have it, you have to like call 10 different stores to see what other stores have it so they can ship it to you. And it will it get there in time. And also they get pissed at you if you the weirdest thing is people like the, they have like these crush displays nativity scenes whatever and like they have they have really good ones like there's some cute ones there was one that i got actually that's like this um they're these uh what are they called it's like a nativity scene but like little kids playing the people the oh cute well it's one of my favorites and um the (laughs) uh what was it so like, but they have like a bajillion different nativity scenes, and if they don't, if you don't have the one that they wanted, they get. I've had so many people yell at me for like not having the nativity scene that they want. I'm like, do you realize? Do you see the like how like you're treating me like not Christ-like to get this Christ-like this item to celebrate Christ's birth? So. Uh, yeah anyway the disparity do you see the yeah yeah it's very hypocritical to be screaming in somebody's face because you need a certain Mm -hmm. item to celebrate christ's birth but they do it in such a way that you're like (laughs) i don't oh yeah that to further my point so desert book I did have all those terrible experiences. And then like after I went through the Navy and I was like, ah, yeah, come back to a move to Idaho. And I got a job at Barnes Noble, like my dream job, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I get to work real books (laughs) as opposed to books. (laughs) And um, I was like, it was during Christmas time. And I'm sitting here thinking like, oh shit, like my flashbacks of desert book days, you know? And then I'm like thinking like, Immediately when I was like, I told a customer we didn't have a book. They were like, oh, okay, thank you. They walked off. And I was like, wait, what? 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 You didn't yell at me for, for not having the book? Like, you can come back and yell at me if you want. Like, that doesn't feel real. <laughs> <laughs> the customers there were like completely different. And it, the idea that the fact that they were like, well, eh, some of them were Mormon, obviously. But like, there's definitely less Mormons there. But the it was just... It was a relief. Gave me hope for humanity a little bit. But <laughs> but still at the same time there were also there's this like vibe in the air, obviously, of Christmas shopping and like gotta get what we want, you know. You gotta get it in time and mm-hmm. it's just has to be exactly right. It has to be the And it's all for another show, which is Christmas Day. Yeah. Again, like, you're gonna post these curated photos of this perfect item that's perfectly displayed and everything's perfect. And I'm like no, that's <laughs> no. not what it's about. Like, even as a, like, I, I wouldn't even say, like, I'm a Christian, really. Like, I, I think he was a person who did good, but I'm, yeah. I don't know. Um, 
I still feel like it's it's more a sense of like togetherness and being with your family and you know it's the end of the year and we made it through another fucking year guys (laughs) we did it we're all here clinging on so (laughs) I just I think it's you know I love to share the photos of my kids excited about things because we that's that's what it is it's that light in their eyes of like ah yeah (laughs) it's not the perfectly wrapped it's I don't know. I just it feels care about that kind of thing. They don't care about the perfection of it. They were just excited that like Santa came. He knew what they wanted. Yeah. And um, that there's like that joy that um, and the mystery of it all and like the magic, magic. the magic, (laughs) damn elf zipline through my living room right now. (sighs) Did he fall? He did. He did. I screamed. Yeah, he didn't hit my my popcorn bowl, but um, there was a moment there that I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> creepy little fucker. <laughs> creepy little fucker. But the creepy little fucker makes my kids so goddamn happy that I'm like, we're doing it again. Yeah. But it's another thing, right? It's like this one-upping of, well, my elf made a mess in our bathroom with our toothpaste. Well, my oh. elf made snow angels out of flour all over the kitchen and I'm like ours just does not do shit like that like yeah I I am not that kind of mom where I'm willing to sacrifice like my own sanity mm-hmm. but there's got to be a balance like okay so <laughs> a, a piece of yarn across our living room and he's ziplining adorable using yeah. half a tube of toothpaste to write merry christmas on the mirror excuse no. me <laughs> you know how much toothpaste costs also, who's cleaning this shit up? The elf? No, he's off. He's gonna in this economy. He's off doing other shenanigans. I'm gonna have to clean it. Like I just, it's just, it's all part of the showiness and the look at me and look what I'm doing and look at my kids are getting this magical perfect Christmas because I'm such a good person. Yeah, that's the part of Christmas I don't like, and I, um, yeah. I've, uh, not to, not that like, I don't know, I. My views of, like, Thanksgiving, obviously, yeah, terrible, you know, like, (laughs) but I try to focus on, and yes, I recognize, like, the the terrible history of it, and then, uh, Mm -hmm. but I also, like, in order to, um, I guess, maybe justify it for myself is just look at it as, like, a celebration of family and harvest, you know, like, Mm -hmm. the, and the end of, you know, a harvest season, and then, uh, Christmas is more like I don't really get into the whole Christ side of it, but I get the um, I get into the the joy, like the magic of like Santa and like that kind of stuff, and mm. like the the idea of you know joy from a child's eyes, like in a, like re- a return to innocence yeah. kind of thing for everybody because everybody's experienced that, and so I try to focus on the magic of it rather than sometimes it's hard. It's not easy to like focus on that. And it's taken me a while to like not get to get over like the retail side of it. Oh you know, yeah. To, um, there and was I'm years hot, and years but, that I Christmas tree. Really? Hmm, yes. Get a like, little like tabletop one. Yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. I don't really get into very often because <laughs> I just, ugh. if I have to hear Mariah Carey, <laughs> It I is, actually it, haven't heard it this year yet. Oh so 
I'm well, it's just every single like TikTok is like it's oh, time, yeah. and I'm like shut the front door. Yeah. Like it is December third as we are recording. <laughs> I've had enough of Mariah. Mariah, I love you. Take it down an octave. Yeah, well she's just... she's giving into this whole um, Queen of Christmas thing because yeah. she's, that song has been popular for so long. Mm-hmm. And it is for a lot of like it's a signal symbol of Christmas now. So I but get I it, but at the same time, associate it with like, like stress. Yeah, oh well, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just it's a stressful song because she she doesn't want a lot for Christmas. She only wants you, but she's like in this lavish gown with this giant sled with all these. Pre- and I'm like, you are a lot. You are gaslighting me, Mariah. You want a lot for Christmas. How dare you? <laughs> Speaking of gaslighting, the gaslight <laughs> world. The... Gaslight the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what else can we t- talk about with that? The um, well, I also remember uh, the church doing a lot of like they'll do that Christmas um, devotional every year. Oh God, yeah. It's a big show also, and it's mm. just. I can smell the. What's those red flowers? What are they called? Poinsettia. Poinsettias. I can smell the poinsettias in the chapel. Mm. And I can feel how cold it is because somebody always forgot to turn the heat on, like go to the church and turn the heat on before everybody showed up. Mm. And I can like, they'd always leave the lights off. Mm-hmm. So it was dark in the chapel, which is yeah. fucking scary if you really look at it. Like it's not. In... And they'd have the big screen come down. Mm-hmm. and i just remember sitting there freezing to death like leaning against the carpeted wall that my (laughs) hair would get stuck to every time and it's not like it's not like a childhood memory of like oh my family did this it was this feeling of like it was even as a kid i was like this is not the music was beautiful, but I always just felt very, like, it was very forced. Oh, yeah. You know, it was very, like, the poinsettias had to be there. The lights had to be down. It had to be, it, it just felt like this very unnatural. Manufactured. Yeah, experience. very manufactured. Yeah. Because yeah. even mm-hmm. as a kid, I was always like, and even now, my, my, my mom's like, oh, did you watch the Christmas devotional for the music? And I'm like, no. Like I can I can turn on any Christmas music I and feel that good feeling. I don't need it to be attached to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and the um, my dad is obsessed with that the one year Sissel. Does that? She's like a she's a European like opera singer. I want to say. Anyway, but she's. Uh, I remember last year he played her songs over and over and over and I wanted to scream. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I'm going to break out in hives when the Mormon Tabernacle Choir starts to sing. Oh, I know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's PTSD. <laughs> yeah, because like I can listen to like Andre Botticelli and oh, and he can sing a Christmas hymn, and I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, which is not called that anymore, but whatever, 
sings the same song, and I'm like, They'll always be Motab right to me. <laughs> they will all, you will always be Motab to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever came up with a new name, I can't even think of it, what it is. It's like the choir, the choir at, at Temple, Temple, like, Square. Temple Square or something. T like, Cats. T Choir at so Temple Square, yeah. Because yeah. now every time I talk to my, because I told my mom it would be really funny if you just imagine they're all a bunch of little cats with pastel bow ties. <laughs> she was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, now you're going to watch conference and you're just going to think of them all as little kitty cats. And she like hates me for it now. Because <laughs> she does. <laughs> she also does not like the Motab. She doesn't like them at all. She's like, my dad would like turn them on on Sundays and she would, you could just see like her eye twitching and she'd just be like, Thanks. Thanks, dear. Fell <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit now, honey. <laughs> just really, really I feeling like thing. driving this <laughs> turkey baster right through your heart. Anyways. It's <laughs> graphic. My parents are fine. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> They're very much still together and in love. Just, I, I think that they will end each other someday. <laughs> <laughs> Which my dad has requested that I stop sharing thriller novels with my mother because he's quite certain she is going to off him and completely get away with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, the, the, the whole Motab thing is another like, I just... Do you remember when, like, Oprah said one of her favorite things was the Mormon Tabernacle Choir? And it was, like, this big deal about it. Really? Yeah. yeah, she, like, I don't remember how it came about. I don't know if she said on her show or something, but she had, like, a Motab CD, and people were, like, going wild. And I was like, Oprah, <laughs> Earl. Well, anything she uh, recommends, people, it turns to gold. Know. But, like, how much money did they pay her to have that? Mm-hmm. You know, I just, because that's where I'm coming from. I'm just jaded person who's like, mm, <laughs> she didn't just stumble upon them yeah. on the radio. Like, anyway. <laughs> 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 it's so rageful. <laughs> um, anyways, um, there is another, like, little article saying, like, you can go to those charities that the church has on their website. And there is, like... It is transparent. My apologies. I need to correct that. So don't send emails. I'm correcting myself. (laughs) They do have, like, those respective partner charities do have some sort of post about receiving funds from the campaign and they are partnering with the church. So it's transparent on, like, those charities back ends of, like, yes, we have received funding. Mm -hmm. But it still goes to my point of even if the church does not pay maintenance on those machines doesn't pay anybody to install them doesn't pay for the upkeep from what's donated in the machine mm-hmm. why it's you could still go to those those charities and donate directly yeah so why is what's the point of i get you know and i get there it's it is a mechanism for people to donate so i guess it's there's easy. nothing yeah you it know is. but like um yeah. i just i don't know if the transparency is there, but it's also, like, you have to go searching for the transparency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it should be, like, hey, if you actually, like, maybe there should be, and then maybe there is. I've never seen one, but, like, a something at the vending machine where, like, hey, if you don't want to donate here, you can donate. Go to our website. Find the link to these actual yeah. these places, and then you can donate directly. Like, yeah. something like that where it's a little more, like, 
it doesn't feel so skeevy where it doesn't yeah. feel like a and like a scheme where it feels yeah. like you're just um giving into this this whole market of marketing thing of light the world you know yeah yeah and it's it goes back to that whole showy of like look what i have done like the church has a hundred billion dollars they could fund some of these charities mm-hmm. for an entire year of, of donations yeah. and it yeah. would not it would not cause any like financial strain. It wouldn't even put a dent in there. Yeah. Right. So the church takes over Times Square and they have this website and they have these these huge vending machines and malls. And then you look at like a local church who this is a post I read and I can't give credit to the original poster because I didn't ask them permission. But there's a synagogue in their town that every third week of the month they go and they run the soup kitchen. At, mm-hmm. in their town yeah. so nobody really knows about it. the only reason this person this person just posted and said this has been happening for years mm-hmm. and so they're doing this actual good like tangible good in the community and yeah. then we have the mormon church who's like we took over Times square and it just feels so inauthentic and so mm-hmm. manipulative and so showy and I just have such a I don't know why I have such a problem with it I'm sorry but I do I just <laughs> I hate it I hate it so much like they could do so much good in the world they could help so really many could. fucking people and it's just well where's the PR cameras for that you know yeah. there's there's nobody there mm. Instagramming them behind the scenes helping you know, families and who, who've been lost their homes to a hurricane. Like there's no, they can't generate PR unless they like send a team to do that. Yeah. I just hate it. So I just hate it so much. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and um, what was it? So when I was a missionary, the um, I went through a, several hurricanes in Florida and one of them leveled the town that I was in and um we became service missionaries at that time and yeah. you know the whole thing with like mormon helping hands like the shirts they have the shirts yeah, the and everything shirts. Like it's, yeah. yeah and it's um it becomes like a marketing thing but they uh, never yeah. gave us the shirts like they never like it was never a thing like but we got asked by some members like aren't they gonna send you those shirts you know I'm like we don't need those like in my mind like we don't we're just doing we're here You're to just like being help humans. Yeah. yeah, we're doing the good. Oh, I'm sorry. That... I'm sorry. My shirt hasn't arrived. I actually can't help uh, water clean yeah. drinking water to people who have no water until my shirt gets here. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Wish I could help. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. I just I. It infuriates me, and I'm getting more enraged talking about it. <laughs> I, I know we have a certain listener that will love it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout out, hey! <laughs> like th- that's what it feels like. Like it feels like I'm sorry, I have not got my special shirt, so I can't actually be a good human being until you know. I'd love to. I'd love to take your crying, starving child and like give them some sustenance. But my shirt, my yellow shirt, isn't here yet, so I'm just gonna gonna have to wait. Yeah. <sighs> I think a big part of the frustration is like this, like these curated experiences that the church provides of like, oh, and it's a PR thing, obviously, but mm-hmm. like even then, even like down to um, like weddings and like 
the um, even funerals like those are big shows of like charity of like we're doing so much the relief society gave so much for the you know for the potluck after the funeral or whatever and Mm -hmm. which yeah they do give credit great it's so great when you're in that mourning period amazing yeah somebody (laughs) brings you a huge thing of funeral potatoes and you just need those carbohydrates to just like get you through the next 24 hours like god bless funeral potatoes oh my god i'm gonna make some today i'm so hungry yes cheese and potatoes i'm so hungry now now that i mentioned that Damn it. Anyway, I know, I'm so, <laughs> so hungry now. Thank you for that. <laughs> but like the weddings too. Like any weddings are going to be like outside of the church or a big show too. But like there's the whole element of the temple too. Like that they make mm. a big show about that. And then there's just these like curated experiences of like you could go to the Salt Lake Temple and you're just like a factory basically. Like, oh, yeah. Turn it out those weddings, you know. But yeah. like. Let's make that experience look as curated and as like personal as possible, even yeah. though it's just, you're basically just this like factory. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Or yes and yes because you yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up, they always had this white carriage in Cardston. There's the Remington Carriage House Museum. It's a museum of all the different carriages over the years. It's really, it's actually really cool. And unless you've been to a field trip to it like seventy five thousand times, then it's it's kind of annoying. <laughs> but it is very cool, this like how it magic. progressed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this beautiful, beautiful white carriage that they use for weddings. You can rent it and and you, they pick you up at the front of the temple and they do a big circle and everybody honks and waves and it's this big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And my parents would always say when you get married in the temple you can have your white carriage. So I got married civilly first, right? Uh-huh. And then um, then we were getting sealed, and I had mentioned, like, oh, maybe I can ride in the white carriage, and was told, you didn't do it right the first time. <gasps> oh. Yeah, so my sister got the white carriage, but I never... And, I mean, like, I, I'm over it, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> it's one of those showy you have to follow these arbitrary rules that we've set out for you in order to get the prize at the end mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's another yeah. one of those ah like i could <laughs> i could go down to cardston and i could rent that carriage and i could go for a little ride around the temple if i really wanted to like mm-hmm. it's not it's not that it's that that expectation of like you have to do exactly what we told you to do and yeah. you have this whole big and and it becomes this like She's in the white carriage. She did it the right way. Look at her. She was it's pure the, when she went ew, to the temple. Ew, I hate that. Right? Well, um, it's really just like, oh, they just knew the an- right answers to the questions. Yeah, exactly. Like, honestly. That's... <laughs> right. She didn't, she just didn't lie. She just lied, lied to her bishop. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's mean... just, it's another one of those manufactured holding these people up and and this thing up in front of us to be like, and this is just like a very specific example. I know not everybody in the entire church like has a white carriage ride around the temple when they get married. This is very specific to me. So, but it's, it's another, it's this other showy thing, this manufactured, Oh, look at the beautiful bride. Oh my goodness. Look how happy she is. Cause nobody pays attention to the groom. Nobody gives a shit. 
no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, but you know, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You got this like gorgeous gown and like this beautiful. Well, True. most Mormon, some Mormon gowns. I'm like, eh, honey. <laughs> Not everybody looks good in white. I chose to wear a cream gown because I am very pasty pale and it looked fabulous on my skin tone. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't have been able to wear that in the temple. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it also was had straps and no sleeves, so. Oh, anyways. scandal. <laughs> Your little porn shoulders were holding. Little porn shoulders were sticking out in October <laughs> and might have gotten frostbite. It's fine. <laughs> survived i'm fine all, it's all fine. your limbs are intact you're fine totally. <laughs> i already lost a piece of my ear to frostbite a million years ago so it's fine <laughs> that's one of the most canadian things i've heard I know. <laughs> I know when people like notice my ear they're like did you and i'm like it was frostbite it's fine leave me alone <laughs> like it's just like a little just like a little nibble out of my ear <laughs> it's just teeny it's usually hairdressers that are like, oh, I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> fine. Totally fine. fine. Everything's fine. Anyways, yes, I'm very Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, um, yeah, like, so there, there's the my rage. The story is that the church just um, is the front for curated PR experiences to... Create the um, collective effervescence <laughs> experience. Look at me remembering that. Look at you that remembering is. words. So proud of you. <laughs> the mushroom coffee. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, let's not get on to that because I will. Anyway. Uh, Jake's going to start his own MLM, everybody. Coffee is a miracle worker. I did like so much, so many things yesterday that I've been dying to do for like year. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Your bookshelves look so good. I like that you had to trigger warn me on the photo of your before. You know, like, <laughs> my before photo, I was like, Dusty, this might give you heart palpitations, but just wait. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> and then the after picture came, and I was like, oh, and like my shoulders like went down, and like my jaw unclenched, and it was a beautiful experience. <laughs> I even like went and looked at it this morning. I was like, it's still there and it's still beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I love it. so happy about it now. Anyway, I'm so happy for you. I need to find your bookshelf. All right, listener, I hope you um, find ways to uh, celebrate Christmas that don't have to do be a big show. Yeah, but so if that's you manufactured, thing, that's, you know, that's your thing. But like, you know, yeah, try. And Find other ways. Find something that just like brings you joy in your soul that like doesn't cost money and nobody has to know about it. And you can just like feel like a good feeling at this time of year and just, yeah, just celebrate whatever say, makes you happy. <laughs> right. I will say something that's making me happy. And re- one of the reasons I'm getting into the Christmas season is because I'm getting a pink pencil Christmas tree and oh I'm God. so excited about it. I'm so jealous. I'm going to be raving about it for... I'm just going to be annoying about it on, on on social media, so... Everybody brace yourselves for a bare booty in front of the Christmas tree photo. <laughs> I see a, a Santa hat! <laughs> I see Santa hat! <laughs> We're going to 
gonna have to. Nothing. We're gonna have to. Help it. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> gotta be. Bootay. <laughs> hey, it's the main. Yeah. <laughs>